If you're looking for COVID-19 testing, look into Quest, the lab that's processed over 25 million tests and counting. You can get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. Hey, which glasses look better on me? Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Hmm. Uh, I don't know about the purple cat eyes. I think they're fun. What about these tortoiseshell glasses? Or these rimless sunglasses? Oh, what about these clear frames? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep. They also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. It's simple. It should have us come into this. Yo. Oh, if I can still get it in there, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's happening, everybody? To another episode. Actually, let's let's th- no. This is what season three, episode one. Yeah, you know I mean, season three. It's definitely a whole new year. A whole new year. Yeah, you know I mean, twenty twenty one is our new year, new new me. Or nah, fuck that. It's the same, same us. us. <laughs> Yo, we didn't play that yeah, at all. We didn't play that. Oh, uh, listen, nah, man. Y'all know what it is, man. It's reasonable wrestling. It's the Most High, Chris, my tag team partner. Chidi, a.k.a. Chidi Bang, and this is the very first show of, like, 2021, where, you know, we trying to leave 2020 behind, but if you look at the news, <laughs> it's looking like a little residual effect going oh, on yeah, over yeah, here, Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. 2021 uh, is just uh, 2020 with, uh, with with the mask on. It's like, <laughs> it's like when Sting took off the mask and it's still Sting, you know? <laughs> That's 2021. But, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, as far as uh, uh, wrestling, you know, first and foremost, you guys follow us on all the medias and social this uh, RW Podcast 1 on Twitter. Join us on uh, IG with Reason Wrestling Podcast, YouTube Reason Wrestling Podcast. Uh, everywhere else, you can watch Reason Wrestling Podcast. But you guys check us out on all social medias. And check us oh, out on SoundCloud. Check us out. Hold Spotify. on. We got a we got a new home for y'all to go get these wonderful new t-shirts. EIWshop.com. So yeah, for E-I-W everybody shop. that fuck with us, EIWshop.com. And if y'all know what that is, everything is wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, you know I mean. Um, and like CT was trying to get those 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 uh pleasantries about the way. So we can kind of get right into the show. Um, it's been about two weeks since we seen y'all. Um, ten days since the last, uh, uh, ten days since the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and wrestling kind of gave us a lot wow. of bangers. Yeah, a lot of bangers, niggas. One thing that's good about January wrestling is that we got we know we got Russell Singham. We yep. know we got the Royal Rumble. Yep. So you know the year kicks off hot, and we as to, and the, the World WrestleMania happens. You know, obviously starts the Royal Rumble. They said, so we're seeing things taken to shape. What wrestling is gonna be like for the rest of the year in the first month if you if you if you can read the tea leaves, you know. Uh, but if you, but let's just start with Russell King. Like you see, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. Russell Kingdom. We gonna roll right into that. My biggest thing that's fresh on my mind is Friday Night Smackdown. Okay. 
Not so much all of Friday Night Smackdown because people got they. We, we will talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Talking Smack was the most recent thing that has happened wrestling related that I paid attention to. And I just wanted to give proper shout outs to Paul Heyman, Kayla Braxton, and all of those who and and, and let's 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 put into uh, uh, Raw Talk as well yeah. uh, because. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's going back to what we asked him to be. Yeah. It's, it's putting over talent. It's, it's giving talent who, who can talk or have the opportunity to talk, to talk. Yeah. And to be able, for those who are in between and need that kind of push to get put over. Friday, uh, talk of Smut, Paul Heyman with Apollo Crews. If you have not watched that, go watch that shit on Twitter, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Um. I'm going to give a shout-out to Caleb Braxton and Paul Heyman. They have really good chemistry, actually, uh, on that show. Uh, I think Caleb Braxton is becoming better as, the, like, the lead broadcaster. As she's as she you know, took her some time, but I feel like she's really finding her, her way. And um, maybe that's, too, you know, being on the bump and being on the top of the smack. She's getting better more, more times at the back to be in front, and she's killing it. But Paul Heyman, man, yes. his presence on Talking Smack is necessary to really bring things together and i think that's what the sauce was that on talk lately we saw the biggie stuff um you know a couple weeks ago he won the incredible championship now we're talking about him and apollo cruz he has a way of igniting a fire in somebody on that show and if they don't come up there and do it themselves he'll get them there yep. you know like he, he He'll, he'll, He's done it with the street profits a few profits, times. Yeah, exactly. And we're seeing a little uh, habit there, yeah. a little bit of trait, <laughs> yeah. the shading yeah. of help that's happening there. And yeah. I appreciate that because, again, putting a highlight on black and African-American talent, black and brown talent, whether that be Latino as well, black people, it's not always going to get it because we've seen – the majority is only going to kind of like people who resemble and look like them in some shape or form. So to get Paul Heyman, who we we've we've we have here said that Apollo Yuha has not done what he needed to do uh-huh. with the excitement that we had with him entering into the uh, under the umbrella. A lot of people said that he he left NXT too quickly. And I honestly would agree. Yep. I do believe that he left NXT a little bit too quickly. I think he could have been NXT champion. Imagine if he was still around during the North American Championship, and he would have probably held that. Um, I honestly believe he's still trying to find himself. You know, and I feel like we, we always have certain people every year where you're like, hmm, this is going to be their year to find himself. Last year, Cedric did. I think Cedric has found yes. himself. He got the opportunity. He yes. found himself. And even though we've seen... Apollo already have a run with the United States Championship. I feel like he hasn't found himself as a performer yet, which is fine because it does take time to find where you fit and where you're comfortable. You know, it took, it took a lot of people a lot of time. Like, look at the New Day. They took a long time to figure out exactly where they're good and at and how they get, how they made their money. So I think Apollo's on that journey this year, and I'm going to be really excited to see how it goes. You know, if that promo doesn't light a fire under him as a, as a man alone, then... Because, uh, you know, in this business, like, it is competition. Even though, yeah, you know, you got friends and shit, it's competition to see if you're going to get on the show, if you're going to get the check, the talent check, if you're going to make that bread down the line. And Apollo, everybody knows he's talented, but taking that next level, taking it to the next level, I think he's, he's, 
he's got, he's, and, got, and yeah, he's got a crossroads. And that's you know the what thing. I mean? And that's the thing too. It, it can't be too easy if it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, yeah. so shout out, shout out to you, Apollo. You know what I mean? Like we got love for you here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. don't let don't let what we say be any type of misconstrued uh, like, of disrespect. We're both Ni- Nigel guys, you know. It's old, you know. He's he's a uh, he's Oga, you know. So when I look at him, I see. Myself almost because I believe that we are very hard on ourselves in the Nigerian culture And if you guys don't know then find you some Nigerian friends. I'll tell you all about it But it's not it's all love, you know, it's all love when it comes down to How I approached Apollo's career and him at Uha Nation and seeing his journey and knowing that I found out he was Nigerian I'm like, oh snap like I can't wait for this guy to make it to the WWE and seeing his journey, I just know that there's a lot more to go. But it's all right, because, you know, there's a lot of people getting their, their, their time in the sun now. We just saw Big E now get the IC Championship. Don't worry, there'll be a time where Apollo's coronated again. But I do believe this is heading towards a heel turn, which, he, which is much more needed for a character development on, on where his journey can go, because he is, he is at a crossroads. And honestly, you go, we talk about Big E, like, listen, Big E's first IC title run was not, you know... A lot of people, it wasn't a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, he he will acknowledge it. Yeah. But you tell me something memorable from it. Yeah, I, I don't know. But what I will say, I do remember now his next second one, how it happened with Sammy, everything going on with Sammy. I do remember Apollo slapping him in his face. Like I, I'm gonna remember those things. Exactly, you know? exactly. And 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 this is not coming from a fickle mind of where we're very forgetful. Mm-hmm. I think this is coming from a place where we're genuinely trying to say like. Big E took some time. Literally, this is what his ten. He's, he's been in the business what ten years, eleven years. I'm not sure, but but that first IC champ, that first IC championship run was literally about eight years ago. Uh-huh. He been he been in the New Day damn near seven years, right? So the IC championship was probably about two years prior to that. Um, I think that Apollo will because I think Apollo is in the same way as Big E. I think Apollo and Big E, Big E left NXT too quick as well. As champion, I think he could have had a okay. run. I think, yeah. I think, I think Big E was lost in his shuffle when he got up there to the main roster, and it took some time. It took some galvanizing with him and like-minded people yeah. for him to find himself. Going back to Apollo, he don't need that right now because there are a lot of people that have laid the pathway for him mm-hmm. for him to just follow. Yeah, exactly. There, there wasn't a lot for Big E to follow. Yeah. There are a now, lot I of things that I wouldn't recommend Apollo go and find a new day, but I don't think he needs a hurt business either. I think Apollo mm-hmm. can literally do it on his own with a, a heel turn. I think he'll be, honestly, he doesn't need to surround himself with anybody. You know, he, he's that good, I feel like, of a talent where he can be a solo. He doesn't, he doesn't need a tag team either, honestly. I would keep him as a single star, but make him a heel, go out there and really... Um, Show some aggression, and, and you know, over time, build his character around, you know, his, um, you know, I want him to be a cocky, smiling heel. Ideally, that's where you want to get him to, you know, and we'll see where it goes. Um, outside of that, we're gonna work ourselves inside, uh, inside out, I guess. Um, well, you real quick, cause mm-hmm. you mentioned, um, you mentioned the Street Profits, mm-hmm. and on SmackDown, they lost the tag team titles to. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. I know I'm being worked on this, but I'm going to say that I do not like them being undefeated this entire time as tag team champions and losing it to a makeshift tag team. I'm sorry. I don't, res- I, don't I, I have not, as a fan, 
looked at Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler as a, a real tag team. And that's, I mean, maybe that's me being a picky, you know, wrestling fan. Like, hey, it is what it is. I don't look at them as a real tag team. They are two guys put together with different entrance musics, different gear. You know, now they're trying to get tagging with the new um, tag team named Dirty Dogs or something like that. And I'm cool with them putting people together. Don't get me wrong. But give us some time with them as a real tag team with a real story. They can't just beat down an undefeated tag team one week and then win the tag team title the next day. Actually, they can because they did it. Because, but my opinion is, I would have given it more time of a build. Maybe stole they, it after Royal Rumble or something. Even. I think they built it fairly fine. And left. For the simple fact that Shinsuke and Cesaro just did that to New Day. I mean, that's why I didn't like that shit either. I'm, I'm going to be keeping real with you. Like, I don't like that shit. Like, Shinsuke and Cesaro. I've been talking about how they're, and we'll get to Shinsuke in a minute. I've been talking about how they shouldn't even be attacking for the longest time. So, at, you know, I, that's just my opinion on how I like wrestling. Now, y'all might love Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode or, you know, or say, hey, man, they, they need to change it from Street Fighters. And that's an opinion I can completely understand if you feel like you've gotten uh, tired up with them. But I feel like the way they should have dropped it should have been, one, to a real established tag team, two, at a big stage because they were undefeated for so long. You know, so that's all I was trying to say. Now, and with that being said, that matters. I mean, honestly, like, because in the grand scheme of things, WWE does not, not WWE does not necessarily placate to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when they did to Ricochet and Kofi when they face Brock. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, listen. <laughs> they give us a little bit, and they're like, all right. Because, God, listen, back. before New Day, but I'm sorry. Before Street Profits lost the tag team titles, it was Street Profits, it was Hurt Business, it was Our Troop, it was Bobby Lashley, it's Big E, it's Sasha Banks. Those are six black wrestlers, black yeah, champions. Well, you mean as champions? As oh, champions. Okay. So we're saying, well, we're saying how our champions are built and how our champions are perceived yeah. and how our champions are received. It wasn't really about... Them being black and losing the titles. It's the way they booked it. Period. But with that, but again, I'm I'm using that I'm using that to springboard into okay. how the reaction is. Okay. Because there's two different type of reactions that's going on, right? There's me who's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna see if their business story and if it makes street profits better in the long run. Yeah. There's you who's saying, hey, I don't like how it was done because it was a makeshift tag team. And there's others who would say, I don't like it at all because who they lost it to, period. Now, I'm not going to be here and say, like you say, it's, it's your subjectivity mm-hmm. of what you would like. I'm going to just say that Dolph and Bobby are established enough that a tag team between them is not out of the realm. So that there is, it's not like it's two singles wrestlers that hasn't had any success as tag team wrestlers, and they're now tag team champions. Okay. I will make it to, right? Like, Cesaro yeah. Shinsuke, I agree. Shinsuke ain't never been a fucking tag team wrestler. And from not that I've known him ever. Yeah. Cesaro's yeah. a tag team specialist. That didn't make sense, and they beat New Day. Bobby Roode, beer money and all that shit, you know, is what <laughs> he's famous for. Dolph was just tag team champions with Drew McIntyre a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or two years ago. So... I, I can, I can, I can, like you say, you're being worked. I can work myself out of being non-worked <laughs> in that case. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you can, you can play devil's advocate. Because I'm more worked with this Adam Pierce shit. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it. Go ahead. Bruh, 
I know they're working me. I doubt that Adam Pierce is going to get a title shot at Royal Rumble. But what I'm telling you is if he do, it's going to be hard for me to get back into it. Okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard for me to think that what they did with Roman Reigns is null and void if he has a match with Adam Pierce. Honestly, it depends on how they do it. Mm-mm. Don't matter how they do it. They set it up as is with him having a 20-minute promo at the opening of a show with Roman Reigns when Adam Pearce has never really ever got involved in Roman Reigns' business. So for Roman Reigns to have any type of realistically, uh, because everything Roman Reigns' problem is is my family, how I provide, shit Mm -hmm. like that. Adam Pearce ain't really necessarily fucked with you in that matter. So you having an objection to him doesn't, quote-unquote, Make now, it, yeah. it don't make any sense. Like, cause Roman, it ain't like Roman's scared of a fight. It ain't like Roman needs a an easy challenger. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like him, him and Adam Pierce don't make sense in that aspect. So unless Adam Pierce is a conduit to getting Shinsuke over as a face, I don't like it. Hmm. I like that. I, I get where you're coming from. You know, but I looked at it as like as this, it's something different, what we didn't expect, and it's something that I believe should have been built on. I'll say that. Like something that they should have built it with, with Adam having a little bit more interaction with Roman up to this point, where you know there's been some friction rather than it just being hot shotted at the beginning of the year, uh, or late last year into this year. You know, so I feel you on that. It is coming out of nowhere, the blue. But like with like you brought Shinsuke, with Shinsuke being in the mix, hopefully we can get that to be that match. Remember a couple weeks ago, I was like, yo, Shinsuke and Roman, it'd be a great fast lane match. You know, or you know, him and Daniel, him and Daniel Bryan, or him, him and Shinsuke. You know. I see that they're taking him at that tag team, which is all I care about. And he's going to be a face again. Maybe he'll get his own, his own, music, own, own music back. So I'm looking at this as, oh, they're laying breadcrumbs. And he screwed Shinsuke out of a title shot. So we'll, and, and that's a way where Shinsuke can turn back to being a baby face. And it's a legitimate, like, reason. You know, so that's what I looked at. Um, I think, honestly... Now, do I want to see a magic team to them? Um... Yeah, I'm a little bit like Pete Ball. Like, no, I really I'm want to see Adam Pearce and Roman not, fight. I'm not trying to see no Adam Pearce and Roman Reigns fight at all, bro. Uh, and, and honestly, like, everybody's like, yo, if you know, you know about Adam Pearce and shit. How about this? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know a thing about Adam Pearce, okay? I know niggas talk about, listen, I had to ask the same thing about Niger. Like, yo, is Niger really that boy? You know what I mean? Because niggas talk about Niger McGinnis. Mm-hmm. And all I do, I go back and I see a fucking spiky hair, pudgy ass British nigga. So that's just me keeping it a buck. I mean, so. So, I mean, if, if Adam Pierce was really that guy, I'll go back and I'll respect him. But he ain't no guy to be going up against the guy. You feel me? Like, Roman is painting himself to be the guy. And Adam Pierce is the best you got on SmackDown. It's time to revamp that shit. I mean, I think SmackDown for a time period. Uh, had real design with the Jey Uso Roman Reigns stuff. It got a little bit stale to that they had to do some other things. They yeah. kind of killed KO off. It's about time for you to kind of refresh it up. Yeah. Adam Pearce ain't how you motherfucking spray deodorant <laughs> on a nigga. I can tell you that. <laughs> now, you got a good point. Um, it it kind of came out of the clear blue. But I got excited because I was, you know, I, I, you know, since, like, you know, we just had a conversation, the smoke break on IG about Shinsuke and how they were treating him. And they got him out of that hole. So I'm like, yo, this is going to propel Shinsuke into another singles run where he's a babyface, 
and potentially, you know, having great matches again. Uh, he had a great show on SmackDown in that gauntlet, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that portion of it, but the Adam Pearce shit, I get you. Um, anything else on SmackDown that kind of... Um, Sonya Deville's back. Ah, Big Daddy. Shout out to Big Daddy, yo. Shout out to Big and Daddy. Your stylist or, or tailor, yo, holla at me, bro. Nah, I can't, I can't afford that, nigga. That's... That's too tailored. Oh, nigga, no. that's, 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 that's the type of tailor I that's need. Too tailored, bro. He's the best dressed person in the entire company. Come on, yo. So shout out to Sonya. I'm glad to see her back, and she's going. Um, I'm glad to see where she goes this year because I'm a big fan. Um, Sonya Deville being back uh, again, still one of the greatest, great, not greatest. I'm sorry, still one of the best women right now in the business that can talk. Mm-hmm. She is one of the best women that can elicit emotion right now. Uh, she can tell a story. Mm-hmm. Her facials, her emotes, I believe her when she speaks. Yeah. Um, so I just can't wait for her to kind of gather, her, gather herself. I know wrestling helps a lot of people. So hopefully her being back around the, you know, the boys and girls mm-hmm. uh, will get her back into a position where she can do what she loves to do because we love to see her doing what she loves to do. Yeah, I mean? Absolutely. So that's all I'm going to SmackDown, I think. Um, now, outside of SmackDown, uh, I'm about to go live real quick, and we're going to talk some New Japan. It's been a minute since we talked some Wrestle, some New Japan out here, and it's only because we are talking Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yearly, your, our yearly talk about New Japan. My <laughs> yearly talk about New Japan. Ah, shit, my bad. My yearly talk about New Japan, man. So here I am. My yearly talk about New Japan. I only tuned in to see if uh, my nigga Bushi, Abushi, you know what I mean, um, will be victorious um, in his efforts to becoming uh, double champion. Um, they, they, they are very uh, well known for their two-night uh, extravaganza. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Wrestle Kingdom gave us two nights where uh, Ibushi wrestled Naito. Um, and that was for the Intercontinental Championship and the Heavyweight Championship, IWGP, both. Um, and uh, then that winner will then have faced Jay White the next night uh, for those same championships as Jay White was the briefcase holder. Uh, for the championship. Um, Abushi and Naito match, man, they're like fucking anime, right? I'm not a big anime person, but I can see that in their feuds. Okay. Um, They, the respect that they have for one another, the physicality that they can show towards one another, the storytelling that they have, uh, the ability to do because Ibushi is such a likable character mm-hmm. and now Naito has the ability where he is literally either or. He can be whatever you yeah, need yeah. him to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so they have the ability to be anime So was can I didn't see the match. I'll, I'll get back to New Japan. I'm sorry. I just got a busy week. What I wanted to ask you, was Naito aggressive? Was he the, the aggressor? Um, I mean, to be honest, it was... 
Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at one in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. They, was he like the heel? Not, or was it not, just like both? It was, I would say, it was more of what we saw at G1. Uh, Supercar. When okay. we, Naito was a baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, or over, I should say. Abushi uh-huh. was, was the baby, right? Mm-hmm. And they wrestled um, a competitive, aggressive, okay. physical match. Gotcha. It was that. It was Naito. Naito, to me, still... Respected Ibushi as the little brother, okay, but still understood that that had to be taken from him. Yeah. So Ibushi in that match showed a lot more that I would like to see from him, which is his aggressiveness. Okay. Ibushi was the Ibushi was the attacker. Ibushi okay. was he wanted it. he he, want, he, he wanted it. It was yeah. it was his legacy on the line. I got you. Okay. And and you saw that. I can't wait to watch. So it, it that was a great match. Um, um, outside of that, um, I did watch uh, Bone uh, Bone Soldier versus. Um, uh, uh, her, uh, um, I, I apologize if I butcher your name. Hiroshi her, her, Hiroshi. Uh, what's the one that broke his neck? Yeah, yeah, I know who sorry. I'm talking about. Y'all watch it if y'all watch it. Anyway, yeah. it was a great match because of the story again that they told, right? Okay. Um, it was a revenge story. You know what I mean? Okay. It was a, it was a, it was a, I'm a fuck you up okay. story. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I gotta go back and watch that shit too, bro. You're live on yours instead of Reasonable Wrestling. Did you know that? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. So night two was. I only I slept late. Woke up in time just to catch. Jay White and the Bougie. Um, I watched that Bone um, Soldier match later on in the day, but Jay White, Abushi, hell of a match. Hell of a match. Hell of a match. Was hell that the best match. match of the G One? I mean, of the Wrestle Kingdom. Um, considering I only saw three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh considering I only saw three matches, yeah. Alright, bet. I'll check it out. You know, those three matches at least. So if you guys are talking watch Wrestle Kingdom, check out Bone Soldier. Don't do it. They, they heard it. You heard it. Check out <laughs> JY and Koto Bushi. And the other one. 
Speaking of Jay White, bro, let's go. Sorry, New Japan fans, like that's where we're at with it. Look, speaking of New Japan, speaking of Jay White, heard he's not re-upping on his contract. Yeah. Where does that nigga go? I honestly think he should go to AEW. Okay. I think he should go to AEW. I think that Jay White will fit right in with them over there, and I think that he's a, a talented man that could add something different with the company. And he's a he's a bigger he's a big name. He's a big get for the indies, you know what I mean? Or you want to talk about that's not WWE, you know, not on TV. Uh, if you can get Jay White, whoever it is is going to get a player, you know. They're going to get a really good player, you know. So if he goes to NXT, I wouldn't mind that either because NXT could use uh, um, use him whether he goes to NXT or NXT UK. UK could use him. I was telling you that this week. I think that if Jay White went to NXT UK, he can take the title from Walter, I think that would like be perfect for him to take the title from Walter. Really, honestly, Jay White, um, or you know, you know, if you can find somebody else, I mean, I don't know, but Jay White is that dude who can take it from to Walter. Where does Walter go after that? Walter can stick around or in NXT UK if he doesn't want to leave freaking UK, but if he's got willing to travel, he needs to come back to, to SmackDown or Raw. I would say go Raw, you know, uh, and, and you know him, him and Braun can, can link up and do something like Walter. Think about, I think him think and Drew, Walter and him and Drew, Braun, him and Drew, him and Drew too. Him and Drew, Drew, Drew and Walter will slap. Um, but him and Braun, I feel like, could really, you know, set the house on fire, too. At the low key, like, low-key. Um, but I want to see, see Walter bring it up to the main roster. I think he's had a title for, like, over, like, a year plus. Like, you know, he's, gonna, he's probably going to break Pete Dunne's record if he, if, he, if he doesn't drop it soon. But It won't break, be as memorable as Pete Dunne's, though. It won't. Absolutely not because of, of the pandemic. But if Walter... Loses the title to a Jay White and gets called up. I'm fu- I would love that. And then you have Jay White, NXT UK champion, just you know bringing some intrigue to that show, and with his with him being able to talk, uh, will be incredible. But with that being said, AEW right now seems to be popping right now, where I feel like he can he can he can be, he can end up enter the mix and be a player there as well. So if I were if I were him, I think that his fit will be in AEW. You know, put put him right in that main event. I uh, I would agree with you. Um, I can get behind that shot, my man. It's good. Um, I can agree with you on that for the simple fact that I think AEW will be the best place that he can do the switch play character. Mm-hmm. NXT, he will be able to do it on a smaller scale. I feel you. You know what I mean? Well, he like, definitely would get a better entrance. <laughs> he would get, oh, listen. Yes. NXT is the entrance of all entrances, bro. Yeah, NXT, man. They, they just capture your character in this Yo, small Car- environment. Karrion Cross looks big. He looks like yeah. a star yeah. with that entrance. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Uh, Damian Priest looks like a star with his entrance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, Io Shirai. Uh-huh. Nigga, I was there for the My debut of that new fucking interest. Yes. Nuts. We yes. went crazy with that mm-hmm. shit, bro. Like, so, yes. Um, interests are intricate. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're little mini performances. Yeah, you know they really mean? garner a emotion out of you before you, they even say a word, before they do an emotion, a movement, the music, the lights, the, the environment, the way they do it in NXT. You get the character before they do anything. 
and then you know it really puts them in a position to succeed because people are already like they remember it you know like if you get an entrance right you'll remember it uh, and if you if you take forever like Cody Rose you'll be like all right it's all right it's good already you know listen <laughs> it's, it's all right man Omega and Kenny I like Omega Omegas and Cody's nah them drink hell <clears throat> <laughs> nah now I'm gonna choke on them days <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Hell nah, man. No. Kenny in 2015. Kenny was the Super Junior champ. Yeah, 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 get yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. reading ass out of here, bro. <laughs> nah, I like Kenny. Cody, you know, you know what's funny? Cody's entrance music is growing on me. Even with Snoop Dogg on it. Oh, speaking of Snoop Dogg. Oh, let's go with the AEW since we here, bro. Yo, Snoop Dogg. Whoa. Snoop, bro. Yeah, that meme is going to be epic for... That's one for the ages. Honestly, I'm really... Happy for AEW able to get stupid and to do something like that. That's that's going viral. That's that's incredible. Business. Business and logic. I'm glad we're here. Man. Let me get off this. We ain't talking to Japan no more. Business and logic, man. AEW. Cross promoting with the NBA. Crossbone with TBS. Crossbone with Snoop Dogg. Nigga. Market your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Market your shit, man. They got this Go Big show. Um, if you and all you, over the shit. All bro. over it, you know. And they are rubbing the right shoulders, you know, get right, greasing right palms, and getting themselves in a position where, you know, they are infiltrating the atmosphere of public TV. Yep. You know, even the NBA players cl- clowning Chris Jericho low-key gets them over a little bit. You know? Uh, I believe that AEW has taken it to the next level on um, as far as their, 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 their presentation as a show. I think they're finding their own lane for that. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm glad to see. I knew it would take some time. But the Snoop Dogg appearance, it means something. You know, it, it means that you can get a moment from a a pop culture icon on your show and that's huge for television and we've always I me personally I've always asked when was going to be the moment that AEW presents itself you know what I mean like when was going to be the moment when they were able to be in the sight guys of out you know like you know, what Gallows and Anderson would call nerds, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when were they going to be able to get that, garnish that attention? Being on TNT yeah. is a smart business move. Yeah. Being wrestling, that is going to be, that that's 52 weeks, and that helps bleed into a basketball season that has a basketball, affili- basketball affiliation. Listen, inside the NBA... Is without a shadow of a doubt one of the best sports shows ever. Ernie, Kenny, Chuck, and Shaq. Shaq's interaction with AEW, uh-huh. with the blend of like it's just it yeah. just it just works. They're it really just, working with the with, with the because I know that they're really working with TNT to collaborate for sure. You know? And 
the thing about it, and it would be it would be dumb for TNT not to. It's their property. Yeah, but which one do you like better? Do you like the way that Fox and SmackDown is integrating, or do you like the way that USA and Raw integrates? Because I think that TNT is working way better than either of those. Yeah, you know, because they have better people to bring on the shows. TNT is. I don't doing, care about Psych. TNT is doing way better than USA and Fox are, and and I will say this for. Turner as a television company. Okay. It's going to always get me to come watch. Okay. Or somebody to watch. Yeah. Whether Claws. Bitches used to love that show, Claws, nigga. Oh, my God. I don't know that show. Nigga. <laughs> Who's in that? Horrible, nigga. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Nash is in, Nancy Nash is okay. in that giant thing. <laughs> Uh, 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 some some other ladies are in a drink. Okay, but what I'm saying is, is that their ability to advertise television is very important because they understand that it's not just a wrestling show; mm-hmm. it's a television show. Which something we beat WWE up yeah. about. But again, like you say, in the manner of what they're doing, WWE is just popular on its own, right? AEW is trying to get popular. So with that being said, gathering and utilizing the popularization of other people, i.e. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was just in the zeitgeist of people because he just did something with The Undertaker. And the whole thing with Eminem just recently. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't oh, know but he did is. just do something with The Undertaker, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, yeah. That, okay. that is something that I have heard about. I don't know what's going on with it. What's Snoop Dogg? <laughs> What are two fifty or what the fuck that <laughs> yeah. guy doing? No, no, no. Just people been talking about it. That's all I'm oh, trying to oh, say. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are always talking about Snoop Dogg. He's always doing something. Mark, nigga, yeah. Martha Stewart, yeah. nigga, like you know, he got Doritos. He's shit. always relevant. So with him flying off the top rope and his face always being around, that's great business. That's great business. And honestly, listen, bro, it doesn't take that much for you to think about logic. When you're thinking about business, some of this shit just makes sense. It just makes sense. Some of this shit just makes sense, man. Like, it's logical for you to utilize business relationships to grow your business. And TNT is working vertically. Uh, for, you know, for, for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. TNT for, really for, for, is for the most part. investing in their products. T- TBS is under Turner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, a TBS show property promoted on TNT, mm-hmm. like it just makes sense. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, um, what else? Wait, oh, the Bullet Club's back. In ah, hold on. So, I mean, let, let's 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 talk about that a little bit, man. Why you feel filtering that, man? What's going yeah, on with that? So we got um, John Mossy. He came back. He cut a, a real good promo, as he always does. Me personally. I'm a fan of John Moxley promos. I know that you might not always like his promos. I think that, that he gets, promo was good. He had that he had a great good. promo about you know him st- you know uh, coming back for uh, his championship and that uh, pretty much that Kenny Omega fuck with the wrong guy. Uh, and then they they jumped his ass at the end of the night as any heel stable should do. And but the big part about it is that uh, your guys the good good brothers Gallows and Anderson like you mentioned they showed up and they uh, took out. You know, Moxley, uh, along with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and they all, you know, did the two sweet in the middle of the ring, and you know that we love that shit. Like that's what wrestling fans want to see. Now, I I do know that they gotta definitely 
not rely on the Bullet Club stuff so much this around. If they want to go with it, they gotta make it different. You gotta make it different. We can't do the same shit with, with the Bullet Club. I, got, I, I mean, I got, I mean the they, haven't done, they haven't done it in AEW, the reason, the reason. granted, but they where do they go from it? Because being the elite, we've seen all that shit at this point, and it's kind of gotten old for me, personally. I don't know where you go with the Bullet Club whole too sweet, because every now and then we'll get a you know, DX reunion. So I get, you know, don't mind bringing it back. But are you are you guys making this a stable? Or are you guys just saying, like, yo, we got each other's back and shit, no matter what company we're in? I do like the intrigue of it. Just me asking these questions means that they're doing something right. But I do want it to be good shit. So I'm hoping and praying that uh, it doesn't get stale. Because, you know, the inner circle is just over for me. It's been over. Kill it. It's dead in the water. Inner circle's trash. Um, but this, if you're going to make another stable that's your top stable in the company, you know, where the champion is in the stable and he's running the show and you're making it the Bullet Club and you're making it the Elite, the Elite Bullet Club, whatever you want to go with, do it right, you know? That means that you guys got to go all out on, like, listen, taking, taking this shit by storm. Like, the young bus got to get that, got to keep those tag titles secure with, with help from the club, um, you know, and, and uh, on vice versa on, on uh, Impact. You want the young bus to show up and help help out Gals and Anderson and shit. I feel like this is really intriguing for wrestling fans who know and wrestling fans who watch T- uh, Impact and are like, what's gonna happen? Because one thing that I remember Stone Cold saying once before is that wrestling is missing that anything can happen kind of thing. And there we've seen everything, you know, like we've seen everything that could possibly be seen in a wrestling ring. But what we haven't seen is what they're doing with the. I think what they're doing with the Impact and, you know, AEW right now where, you know, there's a faction across freaking two shows, essentially. So I think it's creative. I think it's smart. I think it's something that boxes out WWE even in the, in the, in the media cycle when your show comes on, which is what matters nowadays. You know, people are talking about your show. You're going to get people to tune in more, more than likely. So people are talking about how, you know, you know, the Bullet Club came back and, oh, Sting's coming back. Oh, and Kenny Omega, he showed up on Impact now. Like, all that shit grows your fan base. And it creates for moments in wrestling that we remember. Because what, what, we, what we're trying to create here is moments. People, and they're doing it in AEW, so I got to hand it up, tip my cat off to them. Um, I was off camera for a lot of that setting up our, our camera shot. We went down just so I can make sure that we back. I want to first and foremost agree with the simple fact that this is super intriguing. I want to also agree with the simple fact that, listen, this is something that we have not seen before planned, per se, right? Yeah. The click the click was unplanned going across two networks, two territories, and shit like that. I think what a, for me... <clears throat> I think the Bullet Club is in this incarnation is going to be what we know it to be until it proves us different. I believe Kenny, the Bucks, Gallows, Anderson, I think them having the ability to have control creatively and how they're presented and what they do and what they do will always give them the one-upsmanship to allow themselves to be presented in a certain way. So, with that being said, why not see 
them be who we've seen them to be on American soil, right? That's the difference. We've seen them in New Japan, but we also seen them in ROH. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What they did in both places, what they did in both places allowed them to be seen in American television. Yeah. So why not be the same who you, thing? Exactly. I guess it's tiring for me because I feel like whenever you, I feel like you, you want to elevate the game. I feel like what they're doing with Kenny Omega is elevating hold his on, game, and on. I don't want him to. T I don't want him to revert. I think back to. I think they're what, he, what he used to do. I think they're Let's let's take a pause on that. You saying that this is something that you can't explain, nor is something that we've seen uh, replicated, allows you to know that this is something that is being. We are witnessing elevation. No, no, I'm not saying they haven't done anything new. I'm saying that we're, so far we've witnessed it. I was projecting in the future because I can, I can see that when they don't, I think they're finding their way, and I'm good. I'm happy with it. But I've seen them go where I'm like happy with what they do initially, and then they take a turn where I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? You know, about and, and that's on me. I'm not trying to shit on AEW when it comes to this. I don't think that they're doing brilliant right now. I just gave them all the praise in the world. But I, when it comes to the Bullet Club thing, I believe that the Bullet Club has been done. And I, as a, as a fan who's been around, you know, I, I just don't want it to get, go backwards. You know what I mean? I mean, how is it going to go backwards? There's no way up. There's no up. You want us to all just no, get, no, no, get no, Bullet no, Club no, t-shirts no, again no, and like, no, like a 2018? No, but, but, but this is my thing, CT. You're, you're, okay. Why are we seeing the same tropes and the same movies and the same sequels being made? Without new ideas being exposed, because people are not creative. No, 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 so. no, 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 no. That's not. The, that's not. That's not true, nigga. We are two creative people that have fucking ideas. We just haven't got our shit out there. But guarantee, if we had a fucking trope that maintained what has been done before, and we repeated that shit, we would fucking get on. You see what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is, is that what at what what is uh uh. What is sensationalized or what we view for the Bullet Club is not boring in the, in the same spec in, in, in the aspect that this is a new wrinkle, and the reason why it's a, the reason why it's a new wrinkle is a, a is AEW Impact. We don't know what their realistic business relationship is. We just know that they are allowing people to do what we've always asked people to do, yes. which is interact with each other. Now, since we are first seeing it right now, now this right, we've seen it with New Japan and ROH. That really necessarily didn't work because it wasn't a give and give. Yeah, it was just a show. It was a show. Just one show. Yeah. Right. This it's is a one off. This is this is a this is a give and give where you're going to see Impact talent on AEW. You're going to see AEW talent on Impact. We had um, uh, Kenny Omega go to AAA. So mm -hmm. hopefully AEW is working with them. Like kind of what we spoke of MLW at the earlier of the show, right? Hopefully there's an influx of styles involved in AEW. Maybe we get a working relationship with AEW. I mean, at AAA and AEW will have more luchadors yeah. going in. Maybe this opens the door for um, All Japan or NOAA yeah. to come in. And do and bring their guys in and have some interaction because what this is going to do, going back to the Bullet Club situation, is it allows people who have never seen it real life to see it real life. 
Okay, I feel you on that. You know what I mean? Like, people who've never, people who've never experienced... Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hi, I'm Tia. The upstairs-downstairs neighbor dynamic is so special. We have our own language. Like, when I scream at my mom on the phone, the people downstairs bang on the ceiling to show their support. The nighttime's the best time to rearrange furniture. I call it midnight feng shui. And if I sleep through my alarm in the morning, they bang on my door to wake me. So thoughtful. Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. If you look around, you'll see the world can be pretty smart. Okay, very smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. That's why we're reshaping online learning with our FlexPath format. You can set your own deadlines, take classes at your own pace, even leverage your previous experience to move faster. So when it comes to earning your bachelor's degree, you know what kind of choice to make. A smart one. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Am I recording? Okay, people who have never experienced what the Bullet Club is or was or the, 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 the uh, like you say, the cap or the ceiling that we've seen with them, um, this gives them, and also let's just shout out to the Bullet Club, bro. Finn, uh, Finn, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, uh, uh, Young Bucks. They're the most successful fucking wrestlers across <laughs> the world, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bullet Club Worldwide, no matter what fucking company you're yeah, in. Yeah, go back to G.O.D. You know, those oh, man. Yeah. Jay White, man. Jay White. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, Bullet Club, I think what what's intriguing about this is that I think this allows them to be able to fix the mistakes that they made previously. I see where you, look at you, man, defending AEW, man. Like, that's what I'm talking about. It's a new year to me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, you got a point. Like, But at the same time, um, for the people who have seen Bullet Club, you still got to spice it up. You still got to, and you still got to make this, uh, take it up a, a level to see, hey, man, it's not like, you got to, in this game, you got to stay hungry. But spice you know it what I mean? But I'm asking you, and, and what, man, always saw was. That's for them to figure hold out. Hold on, hold on, but. When I don't want you guys to just be too, too, too sweet, super hold, kick, and say some hold, goofy hold, shit. Hold on, though. No. But when Gallows and Anderson showed up, did you not pop or no? I said it was good. Okay, okay. Saying, so at that moment, what I asked everybody to do is to what? Watch the movie. I know. Okay. I was telling you that I'm watching the movie. I gave them props at first. I can also say that, listen, if you're going to do this again... I hope that is good. That's all I'm saying. But when was it bad? I just am saying. You know, no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm not I'm, saying. I'm, okay. I, I, okay, this is why we have a podcast. So we can talk this shit is like what, this out. This is, this is not. I'm trying. I'm talking it out, but you're acting like I'm not saying what no, I'm saying. I'm, I'm still saying, saying what I you're saying. saying. You said it could be good. I'm saying when has it been bad? Listen to me. I said I don't want. I, what's been bad on being the elite? I'll tell you right there. I don't want them to go and do being the elite shit. Again, like find your lanes as both. But I don't think they've the, ever done being the elite in wrestling. Listen, I'm saying I'm fine with what just happened. No, 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 I'm no, props. I, I know, CT. What I'm, bruh. I'm, I'm saying I've never. Yes, we don't fuck with being the elite, but I've never saw being the elite in wrestling. 
And I never never saw them be the elite as they wrestled. That's what I'm asking. You're right, you're right. All right, you got you got a point. No, I'm 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 I'm, I'm saying like I I know what you I don't fuck with that shit either, nigga. But I don't fuck with like they humor don't fuck with me either. But Kenny's a good wrestler. I've never saw Kenny from being the elite be be that in wrestling. I never saw the Bucks from being the elite be that on on that, you know what I mean? But I've had I don't s- want this to be a cliche bullet club thing. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't want this to become, oh, these guys are trying to relive the past. I want this to be something fresh. And that's all I'm trying to say. And I and I hope and I think it will be. So I'm like, hey, yeah, but that's only that's my only fear about seeing this. And I'm and you're right. Maybe I should just see it and just say, hey man, it was a great segment. But no, I had a critique on it and that's what I think. <laughs> I, I know you had a critique, but my thing is where does it come from? It's that's just, what, it doesn't come from anywhere but my mind, and that's what I'm saying. I because I, I know that retreading old waters can get you to a place where, you know, you, it's, it's no man's land. If you're gonna do this, like you know, be like keep doing what you're doing. That's what I'm trying to say. That's all. That's I not what you said though. That's you pretty much what I meant. But that's not what you said. You can't say you can't. What did I say? You did what not did I say you CT. You did not say hey, that was a good segment. Keep doing what you can or do what you're doing because it was good. That's not what you said. Because if you would have said that, I would not have a rebuttal. You said, I like the segment, but don't make it what I think it could be. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what it means. <laughs> you know what it means. They know what it means. And I'm going to leave it at that. You guys all know what it means. If you're, and if you're, if you're a Bogle fan and you watch this, you saw what they did in 2018, and you understand what they did in 2018, you're getting hyped because it's easy to get excited about Bull Club reunion or whatever. Hopefully, hopefully, they understand that it's not just you, get, you can put people together and just do the same thing again. I want I want them to elevate their game and keep it keep it fresh, and I think they will. But that's what I'm, and that's how that's how I feel. That's it. I I when it comes to AEW, I feel as if that what happened with 2018 is what AEW is. That was my whole point of the fucking company from jump, that the company was built off of BTE. They have built a reputation to let me know and show me that they're trying as much as they can to strip away from that, but at the essence, that is what the foundation is. So to me, I have already came to grips that the foundation of AEW was built off of BTE. That was 2018. I don't come to grips with that, because I I believe that. And the reason why, listen, this is why. Nigga, Cody comes in 2018. That's the bullet club that everybody hates. This is exactly why you have the resentment. If Cody never leaves WWE, if Cody never comes to have that fucking stupid ass list, if Cody never goes to fucking Japan and never infiltrates bullet club and Cody and Kenny has the feud, it never results to all elite. Oh my God. I don't know how this shit came about. To a Cody conversation, I'm but, not talking about the. It's not the. It's not a Cody conversation. It's a. It's a Bullet Club conversation. The 2018 edition of Bullet Club, Cody Rose was in it. That is when BT BTE and that shit took off and, and it started. Game, it, so yeah. what I'm telling you is, is that they to me, they to me, that company is BTE. Right, that company is BTE. Gallows and Anderson. Is, is is a cameo to me. I, I don't I don't see that as intricacy in the way they're gonna handle what the Bullet Club is. I believe this just draws intrigue okay. between AEW and Impact. That's the all what it's supposed to do. All right, 
I think that's all. Impact needs buzz. AEW has buzz. That they have a great relationship. It's shit that won't happen anywhere else. Yeah. This is the only way that we can generate it. These are generally, gen, generally, and genuinely good friends. Yeah. With great business minds, clearly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what this is. Honestly, I think I'm that's what for, that is. I'm happy for Giles and Anderson because even because since they left WWE, they haven't been as relevant as they are right now. Um, just being real, and I'm glad and I'm happy that they they're able to do it with their friends. I'm happy that we're able to see them. And have the seat and and it means something. Um, I I personally don't watch Impact, so maybe they they've had great great stuff. So I'm gonna be honest with that right there. But if they, as far as you know, being in the know and being and knowing the buzz of what's going on, people are talking about. Um, I missed them. Put it that way. I put I missed seeing them matter because I don't watch Impact. You know, and, and, well, I, and I never necessarily knew them to matter until yeah. um, again. Um, their uh, uh, um, their American run in the Bullet Club. Okay. So like I didn't follow them in New Japan. Yeah. I didn't. You know what I mean? Like when Ken, when when Carl Anderson was having a fucking match of the year candidates with Okada in the G One, mm-hmm. I was not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I'm not following that journey. Yeah. So when they show up, and I realize um, uh, when when they show up, and I realize who they are. Um, after I get my backstory and I realize that they were Fergo and shit like that, yeah. then I see and I understand the essence of them as a tag team. Yeah. But even them as a tag team was never special to me. Mm-hmm. They like they always when it came to tag team in the, in the Bullet Club, it was Bucks and then Gallows and Anderson, oh, yeah, and then even I'll put God there. Uh-huh. So, I, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. I've never really was like, yo, I'm happy to see them. I'm happy that they matter. Yeah, I'm happy that they. I'm happy that they matter. To themselves. <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> let's move on. We're not going to give you guys problems. Shit on them at the same time. <laughs> um, but shout out to G.O.D., man. They're doing great work over shout there. Shout out to Beardless Tama, man. Still getting bitches, even though he's married. I mean, he's not getting bitches. Bitches still falling over him, even though he's married. With no beard. Shout out to Mrs. Tama. He's a faithfully married man. No beard club, man. (laughs) We still get bitches. (laughs) Very rare that we have a legit baby face in the room. You know what I mean? Um, Moving on from, because we're moving backwards. Um, Monday night. Yeah. Lashley and Riddle. I mean, we always knew what that could have been. Yeah, it was great. And it was good. Yeah. We gonna see that. I was, the gonna wear, I was gonna wear the Riddle shirt just because of that match. Because honestly, I, I'm really, I'm really excited for him. Man. I, he should be, he's perfect for for, for Bobby, man. Like, excellent for perfect, excellent, excellent, they excellent, chemistry. excellent. They got chemistry because it's real shit. <laughs> real life shooters over there, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, for real. Real life snipers yeah, over there, man. my guy. And you see Lashley's face when he since that he hit a face on the post. Mm-hmm. He has a scar on his face now from that shit. But it, it adds to his like demeanor, like his his like yo Bobby's my, Bobby's one intimidating yeah. looking ass person on TV in person and a and, and, and whatever you see that nigga, <laughs> yeah you know I mean you yeah. that is an intimidating imposing ass nigga and Riddle just hits the joint and be like let's go bro yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so 
Uh, uh, reminds me of like you know Goku because he's like just innocent, <laughs> but he's ready to fight. He always wants to smoke. Like it doesn't matter. Like he's you know <laughs> literally always yeah. wants to smoke. I don't want. Yeah, I know literally. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I feel like they should keep him in this mix with Bobby for a little bit and see what they can. Um, I think that I think I think they're going. I think they're at the I think they're at the Rumble together. I'm glad he he's like I'm glad they're doing it with Bobby rather than the Hardy Bros thing. I I granted they could be tag team and whatever, but I want to see Matt Riddle just have great matches. Like I, that's what I love to see him do. That's what he's that's what he's there for. Yeah, I think legitimately he's there to be that. Um, I know a lot of people um, are kind of uh, uh, in, in limbo. Right, we haven't seen Alistair in some time. We, you know, yeah. Uh, what's going we, on with him? I mean, his wife just got fired, so there's that. So they can't put him on TV. Either they can say, "Hey, you're fired too," or "Hey, this is not personal." Go out there. Okay, so my thing is to listen. He was more clearly. He was more of a commodity than Zelina was, even though Zelina was a commodity. Like, yeah. let's get that understood. Yeah. He was more of an investment than she was. With that being said, if you got sour grapes, like I do, got to put you on the back burner for a little bit because. Like, I'm yeah. not finna, right? I, I can't, listen, an, annou- an announcer, right? Um, they gotta um, talk it out. They gotta, like, get listen, it's not personal. Like, yo, you still gotta get there. We're gonna, you ready to work? You, like, you know, because we want you out here. Listen, Gre- Greg, the announcer, right? He, he was a little bit shaken up. I don't know if you've seen SmackDown physically. Vi- visibly, he was shaken up. And he wrote on Twitter, it was like, yo, my fiance has COVID. I can't see her and stuff like that. I'm sorry. Like, so. There are existential things that can affect the person's performance, and all this guy got to do is say some names, and you know what I mean. Yeah. For Alistair, they still got to go in the building, and his wife got fired because all she kind of want to do is do what we doing right now in front of a green yeah. screen. You know, mentally, you might not be there. So yeah, with that being for said, Greg and his, and his, 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 his wife. And, and, yeah. So with that being said, uh, you know, Alistair, you know, you know, all, all, all being like, yo, you know. I hear you. Yeah. I get, no, absolutely. Your personal life can definitely affect your performance at your job or at your workplace. And, and, and like, when you just make making like, real shit. And professionally, but, when you're just in limbo, you cannot be there, right? Yeah. Then, right? Riddle came in hot, fizzled a little bit. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Andrade came in hot, mm-hmm. fizzled. Like, that kind of plays with you where you'd be off TV a little bit. You know what I mean? Or you, yeah. you're, you're floundering. I think right now Riddle, but he, he's gonna, he's gonna matter when he re- rides back. Both of them, Andrade, oh, both of them, Alistair, for sure. when, they, when they come back, oh, it's gonna be like for sure. Yes, it's gonna be a pop. If there was a if there's a crowd, there will be a pop. But uh, they're gonna they're gonna matter. So I get that, but I feel like man, like, just because you fire somebody's fiance doesn't mean you can't have them on TV. But if it is something like that, then I get it. You know. You never know. Well, we I never mean, know. Shit, Miro got let go, and fucking Lana goddamn was like, listen. A table. Nine I weeks. know, right? Did us. Nine weeks. Nine man. weeks straight. Nine weeks, dude. So much that this motherfucker injured, nigga. Like, we got a cast. She looked like the motherfucker from uh, SpongeBob, nigga, like the Iron Lung. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my leg. Bruh. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't get what's going on with, with Allison, but I hope he comes back soon. Hope he comes back. The Royal Rumble is coming out. So let's let, yeah, we can roll into that. Because when it comes to Raw right now, well, Keith Lee. Drew McIntyre, we'll give him that, give it Let's his love. Let's give his love, right? Yeah. Um, great effort, vehement effort yeah. um, by Keith Lee. I like, the, I like their chemistry as well. You know, uh, Raw was actually a good show. Um, but yeah, definitely Keith Lee and um, Bobby, it was, I mean, Keith Lee and Drew, the, the, um, the word on the street after the match, once again, 
wasn't about Keith Lee. It was about something else. When Keith Lee gets like a big spot, something always after it happens for me. Like, and I don't like that. When he won the championships at NXT, then something like right, right spoiled. after it was, it was spoiled. spoiled. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, now Keith Lee has the main event. He didn't win, so just like whatever. But Goldberg comes back. You know, I'm, I don't know about this, man. Only, only way I'm interested in a Goldberg return match is if he's actually a heel. And I don't think that Goldberg's going to actually be a heel. Cause this is, but if they say he's a draw, he's a draw. I don't know what to say about this one. Obviously, we're not super big Goldberg fans if you've listened to us over the years. Um, we just are not ever trying to see Goldberg again. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. But um, if he's going to be here, I'm trying to look for the best light. How can you spin this in a way where it matters? And it only matters is if Goldberg does some heel shit. And if he doesn't do some heel shit, he better not win that championship either. Because this, I think this is for Drew McIntyre to get a victory over, <sighs> over a legend. Bruh, with this being said, I am not. I, you know, we only talk about shit that we care about. There's nothing else. I'm there, bro. Right. You got already. You. I got you. Goldberg coming back. It popped. It popped the crowd. It popped. What crowd? Um. It it popped the people that I'm assuming that it was supposed to. And it triggered the people that it was supposed, supposed to. to. Yeah. Because the people that were outraged were outraged. <laughs> and I couldn't even muster up enough to even, for, for that to be valued with them. Because when Gover comes out, I'm thinking he's going to give the stamp of approval for Drew because everybody's kind of been giving Drew yeah. the stamp of approval. Then he started talking about you don't have respect, and I'm like, all right, I'm turning to um, <laughs> there's a basketball game on or something. Nigga. You don't have like, respect. You don't have respect. Some bullshit. Just to just just to make himself be a part <laughs> of the shit. He's like Pete Diddy, just trying to get up in the nigga, video. Nigga, just all in the video, <laughs> all all up in the motherfucker. Just just to be relevant. You do, you don't have respect, Drew. When literally he just uh, he defend, showing, de- defended Ric Flair. He's been showing respect the whole time. He's been defending Ric Flair, Big Show, Christian. You saw all that shit he did with Randy? We just went through that like two months ago where he was showing respect to, to the legends. Doesn't make no sense, but doesn't matter, right? Because Goldberg. Listen, man. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm. You know me, bro. Drew, Drew ain't really, you know, my cup of tea too much. Oh, really? Any, well, I mean, he's good. He's a good worker. Everybody turns on people sometimes. I feel like Drew's a good worker, but he's he's more than that. Like he's he has a presence in his his match match his matches now. It's not like he's not like Dolph where he's just going out there and working. You know, he has a a presence when he's out there. You know, because he's a Scottish man and all this stuff, and his size, you know, stature. I think Drew honestly was more allotted when he wasn't on when he was on the chase than he is right now. And now people can sour on it, but me, I'm still really enjoying his run. Like I really am enjoy, enjoying Drew as a main eventer, and I and I didn't think that I would be able to say that confidently going into the run. I gen, genuinely, confidently, am enjoying everything he's done with Randy Orton. And his matches, I'm enjoying his matches with people 
the likes of Keith Lee and Sheamus and all that stuff. Like, um, and, and Miz. Um, so, he, I, he, he, he's coming, and especially his, his stuff with Roman. That match was incredible. But, uh, yeah, he's not Roman right now. Well, see, but that's he's, the, he's a main eventer for that's sure. That's the thing, though. Like, it's he's not made. that it's not the fact that he has to be Roman to me, or it's not the fact that I'm turning on him. Um, I never, and yes, Drew on the chase to me. Um, seem to be uh, more of an intriguing character, but even his championship run, um, I feel like has not been lackluster. I do feel like that it has been um, impacted by um, the Randy stuff. Yeah, so, he lost in the Hell in a Cell to Randy Orton, and that was honestly, I feel like it was. Uh, I I, th- I I like the Randy Orton feud. Well, I did, see, I, did. I see it. Okay, th- but that's the thing, though. That that's the that's the point. So, it, I didn't mind it either, but it went on too long, right? It it went on way too long. I think it went from Survivor Series to, uh, to from SummerSlam to Hell in a Cell. That's three months. Yeah, that's three months. There was no new development. That was the Legend Killing era stuff, uh-huh. and nothing culminated with that because it was a Legends era night, and uh-huh. Randy ain't punt not man Legend. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So, like, nothing... And, like, Drew's there for what? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so... Like, did, did Goldberg get some advice from Randy Orton? Like, like, like yeah. how is all of this even making any sense? sense? Yeah, yeah. And it's not Drew's fault. But this is the same thing that niggas did to Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. Yeah. Right? And I did The Fiend shit. Yeah. But a lot of people were like, oh, it didn't make sense. It didn't yeah. make sense. You know I mean? So, I'm, I'm... It's not that I dislike Drew... You know what I mean? Because I know the value of what Drew is. Drew's a very, not a really good hand, a great fucking worker. Yeah. Like Mike Awesome esque. He doesn't draw that varnish, yeah. right? You know what I mean? But as far as I being think a, Drew, honestly, give him some more time, and we'll be talking about him as one of the better guys to ever, you know, do it as a big man in this company. I really do believe he has the potential to grow. And he's just, I think we've just seen the beginning of his potential. Wait until Drew locks in as a heel one day again. Like, like after he's won the title. You know what I mean? Like, after he's won the title. When he gets to the point where he's, like, a legitimate main event heel, we're going to see another level. We're seeing with Roman. We're going to see another level of Drew's capabilities. So I see a lot of potential with him. And right now, he's a made man. So they're giving him, they're feeding him Goldberg to just say, hey, boom, you're made man. Hopefully... Granted, I, I we don't know what they're gonna do because if Gore wins the top of the title before before WrestleMania, I'm gonna freaking throw my TV out the window. But um, yeah, that's why I look at it. Like I feel like this is gonna be just another thing for Drew to get fed on the way to on his way to WrestleMania to face Sheamus or something. <coughs> well, um, with that being said, man. Um that's that's really uh before I we went through Wednesday we talked heavy on AEW we even talked about Impact oh, even we did about not NXT. fucking talk about NXT and I wanted to fucking give my match of the year candidacy <laughs> already to Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> Finn Balor two Finn Balor two fucking slobber knocker but it's not just that match fucking real yeah, Ripley right, right oh. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late. And that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. 
Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, bruh, that joint was fire. They are so mine. They're good. They're good. Every time they link up, they, they got it. They got chemistry, too. Like, Reyna Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley going to be doing this for a long time. Um, honestly, there are two imposing figures who went out there with the last last one, last one standing match. It was incredible. Beat the shit out of each other. Uh-huh. Stuffed the Kota Kai in a, in a locker. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, went off the stage, handcuffs, uh, fucking... Snatch a strength like that was China S type shit. What? When she ripped her fucking oh, arm yeah. off from oh, the yeah. fucking uh, the fence. The fence. Yeah. yeah, that was China when she was handcuffed uh, to Sergeant Slaughter, but she didn't rip the handcuffs off the. She just threw powder on that nigga face and low blow that nigga, <laughs> and then drug his cock. And then dragged her <laughs> Yo, China man, she was yo, she was a fat, sloppy piece of shit. Is she what she was the badass China man. I miss those days. She dragged that, <laughs> dragged <laughs> that piece of shit. But that's but Magnet. that's but that's what kind of that's what kind of uh, you know reminded me of when she you know like that that spot because you rarely see women show brute strength. Show brute strength. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, I love it. I love it. That was that was great. Uh, fucking uh, Damian Priest and uh, uh, Killing Karen Cross Ooh, was a why. good match, uh, bro. It it bro. The 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 Dusties next week, mm-hmm. right? So everybody who had the uh, you know they things about NXT and it's a woman's Dusty real classic. Oh, they got two Dusties. They got two. It's a woman and a, oh, and a woman, woman and a man. Oh, okay. That that's awesome. So, you know what I mean? Like, so everybody that had their concerns, and, you know, people like, yo, all right, well, now maybe WWE will be able to develop their tag team roster that, that we've been waiting on to do. Listen, man, it's some fucking television show that don't even put women on TV, right? Right? We just talked about New Japan. What bitches was wrestling over there? Man, shit, we just got fucking, uh... Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, what's the AW's woman's um, uh, woman's champion name? Uh, Um, Uh, We just got her on TV for a title defense. Uh huh. Shit, rare. Yeah. Rare, 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 rare. She's on TV at all outside of the fucking wrestling gate behind the gate. We're talking about AW's woman division for a minute. So, you know what I mean? So, like, yes, WWE created a tag team division. They have not. Developed it per se, but I mean they have enough Speaking women tag team and they put divisions. enough on there. I like it. I like it. I know that I'm a broken record on this, but just make their one tag team belt. And I get it. You got Foxy. You got USA. You want their own tag team title? Yo, fuck that shit. You guys are in one location right now shooting. Just unify them bitches next year. This year, yo, for this year, unify the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles and have you'll have better quality matches. You'll have better quality storylines to tell. Like, it just, it doesn't seem like you need to hook both of them. Have them go from brand to brand. That's it. Do you think their roster are thin on both of those shows? I do. I do. I think there's not many. Like, we used to think about back in the day with the Hardy Boys, uh, Edge and Christian, Deli Boys. We also had Perry, um, real, you know, the Radicals. 
you know, we had a whole bunch of tag teams. Acolytes. Acolytes. Yeah, too you know. Too cool. Too cool. And, like, we, they all legit could have, like, contended for the championship. We got makeshift tag teams galore now. Hold on, hold on. Let, and they split all the ones up. Let's, time out. So Tucker and Otis split that shit up. Billy Kay and, and Peyton Royce split that shit up. They really shouldn't have done those. Like, it, those were bad moves. They, they, they were bad moves, yes. They were bad moves. Looking at Billy Kay now, I don't know. She has blossomed on her own. But I believe, I do believe, if you're going to grow a, a division, mm-hmm. yes. The Iconics could be could have been an iconic tag team for that division. Yes. Yeah. My thing is makeshift tag teams. I was just about to go to the history of the tag team titles, right? The, the, the WWE Tag Team Championships that are currently the Raw Tag Team Championships that the Hurt Business hold was very first created because of the separation of the brands. That inaugural and very first tag team title holders were a made-up makeshift tag team. Want to know who that tag team was? Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle. And now, go back. And watch them niggas as tag team wrestlers. God damn, were they like one of the best tag teams <laughs> of all time? But makeshift tag team, mm-hmm. and they and and they added something and made those ta- those inaugural tag team championships kind of mean something. And now I know, I know the legacy doesn't carry on to what it is, but I said that to say this. I do believe that there is power in tag team wrestling. Whether it's makeshift tag teams or homegrown tag teams or grown in tag okay. teams, I believe that it just does take the diligence to make it relevant. Yeah, you gotta really care about your tag team division, and I feel like sometimes they don't, and they just kind of like just just do whatever with it. So if you're gonna do whatever with it, at least have it be one title, so that you have more to do with it. You know. But I think if you do that, then if you okay. So my point is this. And on SmackDown, if you see the same tag teams wrestling, and on Raw, you see the same tag teams wrestling. If they combine it, that means you're just gonna pick the one of the best on here and one of the best on here, and then what do you do with the rest? Do you then now continue to split up rock, rock, tag teams? No, so what you do with the rest is you have them sit around and wait on the bench until their turn to get a, get a, a bite of the apple. You know that's what you do. You, you keep them relevant until you keep the you, you have your top three tag teams. You whether it's New Day. Street Profits, uh, I guess you can call Duke Dolphin Bobby Roode now, but if you want to talk about real tag teams, New Day Street Profits, you know, even um, um, who who else is a good tag team? Like, really? Usos. Usos, but Usos, yeah. But they'll they're be not, back in effect. When they're back in effect, so those will be your top three. Uh, you have one title, you know, they can all link up and do um, multi-man matches. They can do a lot of different things with, you know, getting other tag teams over and you know you have three main event tag teams on both sides but um yeah I, I just think that it'd be easier for us to build one tag team division you know rather than two with watered down makeshift tag teams you know what I mean where if we have the Street Profits as the only tag team champions right now then we have the Usos and New Day fighting to be that Along with a uh, Otis and Tucker and a Drew and Bobby Roode and a Miz and Morrison, who are then we have like you know a kind of a triangle of like you know tag teams going for one prize you know and rather than splitting it 
on two different shows where you just like, all right, her business and New Day, and then we got Street Profits and a makeshift tag team where it was like, okay, where are your tag teams? That's it. Um, I do like her business, and that that's working. That works. You know, that's not a makeshift tag team. I feel like they g- genuinely fit a collective. You know, I think I think with that being you know added to that, um, the the injury to um, Ivar hurt, or was it Eric? It was an injury to no, Ivar. Ivar. Yeah. The injury to Ivar. Yeah. Hurt the tag team division. Um, I do believe that um, I do believe that the play that the Ravens just had is going to be called back as I'm watching the football game. Um, yeah. I, 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 I like Andrade and, and Angel too. But I think Andrade and Angel is good too. Yeah, they split them up as well. So, um, I honestly, man, I think you know with what we have had um, over the past two weeks. Um, I think there are some definite highs. Yeah. And it's not a there's not too many lows, honestly. Yeah, for, 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 for the most part. For yeah. the most part it's not I'm always happy with what I'm for getting. The, for the most part it's not too but many lows right now. Looking at it as a show, like when I'm watching it from creative, I always have things that come in my head that I would tweak on. And that's what this podcast is for me to do, is just you know, say, Hey, look at it from this perspective of having one division for a tag team division. But you know, at the same time, overall, I'm playing wrestling. Well, well, what would you do now with our? So we'll have one. We'll have now. Are we having dual? We have a Raw and a SmackDown men's champion, Raw SmackDown women's champion. Yeah. We have Raw SmackDown mid card titles, and then we have do uh uh um, undisputed tag undisputed championships with both of them. Yeah. Okay. Like it will that. mean more for the tag division. It will honestly mean a lot more, um, and I think that you will have more moments put that way. Because having you know Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode beat down Street Profits with the New, New Year's Eve party, it's a cool segment, but does it mean anything? You know, you know, you know what uh, you know what WWE should do. They should do uh, what Impact and AEW is doing. They should just do it within themselves. Yeah. They should just do it within themselves. Cross brand cross, tag teams. Cross brand tag team. You and NXT get them in there. Even show show your champions and what Drew and Roman can come up and talk shit. And what I would do is just I would just why not? You're a partner. USA and Fox should just work unilaterally yeah. for the collective. If you're gonna do it, like that would make it real. If you bring it all back to one titles on just in WWE. Like as a whole, I mean, obviously they have they sell a lot of merchandise with two different belts. I think two. I think two different belts work though. I do. Okay. I, I think two different titles work. What? Oh, Lamar's being special. Oh, Lamar's being special. Oh, Lamar's shit. being special. Touchdown! Oh, we got it. Lamar's special. Touchdown! Oh, shit. How, how Forty that? yards. Toss that bitch, nigga. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. He's not playing around. Big trust. <laughs> Big trust. Big trust. Woo woo. Woo woo. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I think he hit the with that. I think he hit him with a with a fifty oh burger. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. He better win this game. He, he lost it last year. Um, I think honestly, uh back to what we were saying though, I think having both titles, um, a raw and a smackdown women's and men's title. But being able to 
Um, like if if Oscar feels that there are no challengers on Raw, then she should be able to go on SmackDown and be like, "What's up? Yo, is there anybody here? There is. And if there's a woman that's in a feud with the title, then there should be other women that can be able to step up. All right, and I like that's that. a good point. Let's bring it to the Royal Rumble. Who do you want to win the women's Royal Rumble? And who should they challenge? I think we already talked about this, but they know where you're gonna go. But I wanted to ask you officially before, because I think within two weeks we might come back here. It might be Royal Rumble weekend, or it might, you know, and we'll, we'll we'll double back on it. But as of right now, would you have Bianca Belair win the women's Royal Rumble and face Sasha? Still, because that's what we thought. Or who do you think is going to? Because honestly, I would. I think it's her time. But sometimes they start, they try to stress this shit out. Like last year, we thought Sasha would come back and win it. Um, ended up being uh, Charlotte Flair, I think, and she went after the NXT Championship. Do you think we just go straight to Bianca and Sasha right now? <coughs> Check while the iron's hot, or do you see potential in a? I honestly think Shayna's gonna win it. Wow! I think Shayna's gonna win it, and it's gonna be Shayna and Charlotte. Charlotte would eventually get the title off of Oscar somehow. I mean, wow. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte will eventually get the title off of Oscar somehow. Okay. Um, whether that be at the Royal Rumble or whatever the case may be. Um, they might, you know, but I think that Shayna and, uh, and Charlotte is the match. Um, I think Shayna and Charlotte is the match. Uh, and that's Shayna winning the Rumble. Hmm. Um, I think that Shayna will be able to replace Ronda. Not star power, but um, I think she'll be able to replace her with match quality. Okay. And I think if if they can do their star power elsewhere. Now, does she bite Charlotte too? <laughs> How do you do that build? I mean, honestly, I think that Shane and Charlotte is a WrestleMania-worthy match. I'm not going to lie. I think that is a WrestleMania-worthy caliber match, and I, and I want to see it. But I am still with Bianca Belair winning this Royal Rumble. It just feels right. I was, I'm going to pop. You're going to pop. Everybody's going to pop. I mean, if she, I mean, yes, if she wins, then it, listen, my, it's not the fact that I don't want to get my hopes up because she don't win. I mean, my, if I had, like, a legitimate money... I will make two bets. I'll bet my heart and I bet with my with my mind. Okay. Will, because my 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 thing about that is my thing about that is because I feel as if that also excuse me. We thought Sasha was gonna win the very first one. And if it wasn't Sasha, we thought it was gonna be Charlotte. It wasn't even. It was Oscar. Then we thought uh uh, again, Sasha's gonna come back and redeem herself on the second one, mm-hmm. and then we thought it was Charlotte, but then it was Becky. Yeah, yep. You know what I mean? And no, we knew Becky was gonna win that one. No, Becky came in and took fucking um, Lana's place after Nia attacked her. I oh didn't, shit! Yes, yeah, right. Because she lost the title yeah. after Royal Rumble. <laughs> so nah, nigga, we did not know. You, know, um, you feel me? Uh, so like, yeah, so right. it, so it was the the, t- the winners has been Oscar, uh, Becky, and Charlotte. Uh-huh. 
and we haven't necessarily got the match that we thought we was going to get with the winner, yeah. but we were satisfied with what we got with the winner. Yeah. So with that being said, I know that we have an opportunity to wish that Bianca will win it and face Sasha, but we can get the ability to have a secondary yeah. wrestler. So no, I think no. Shayna will win it. I think they'll build Shayna. She's out of the tag team with Nia, like we said. I think that was the first step. We might even see final two, Shayna and Bianca. Well, whatever you said, I was going to take the contrary opinion. Just because I want to talk about <laughs> um, But I definitely still want to be, I want to be a Bianca. But I didn't, you know, I didn't even think about that. But Shayna winning it could really be, um, it really could be, like, the, what they go with. And I'm not going to be mad at it either. Like, I w- I'm not going to be mad either way, but... Uh, if they're doing it, then, then um, yeah, when Bianca does, she just seems like a person who would um, be right for the moment right now to have a WrestleMania moment. That's all I'm saying. And I don't want her to, like, I want her to be in a singles woman match for the championship at WrestleMania in Tampa. Let's do it. Let's do it now because Bianca's it. That's, she's, she's the next. She's, she's next up. So let's go. Listen, Shayna already had a WrestleMania match with Becky and kind of didn't win it. So us probably having Bianca, you know, but Shayna got there through the Elimination Chamber. So if Bianca don't win the Rumble, we still have her for the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. To get the Mania. Yeah, that's true. And then the men's, and the men's. Who wins the men's Royal Rumble? Um, I think it's gonna be a good one. Um, Keith Lee and Roman Reigns, WrestleMania. So Keith Lee wins. Keith Lee wins. Shit. He remembers what happened between him and Roman at Survivor Series, and that's the build. That's nice. That's 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 nice. I like that. Um, WrestleMania. I want to give it to Fiend, man. And I know I, I, he's my guy for everything, I, you know. But the Fiend chasing the title, going against WrestleMania, against Roman. That shit would be ill. The Fiend chasing the title against Drew wouldn't be as fire, but against Roman, that would be ill. And I don't think we haven't. The got, Fiend chasing the title as a baby against dude. Goldberg. <laughs> oh God, that would be. I don't want to see that shit. I'm sorry, Goldberg. Goldberg. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want him being this tough guy. This all he is does what is, I, all is, Goldberg does is come come here and act like a tough guy. And I, and I, and he's he's old, fifty year old. This guy. is what I want. I want the men's Royal Rumble to start. This is my two scenarios. I want the men's Royal Rumble to start off the show. I want either Keith Lee to win or I want Fiend to win. And I want either Goldberg to be at the end of the night or I want Roman to be at the end of the night. And when Roman Reigns wins his championship match at the Royal Rumble, Keith Lee comes out and presents himself against Roman Reigns. Hmm. 
and then we'll eventually know that Keith Lee is going to be crossing over into 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 SmackDown, mm-hmm. or Goldberg wins the title against Drew McIntyre. He does the thing. Oh my God, Goldberg does the thing. He's the oldest champion now. And then the lights go out, and the Fiend shows up, and we got Goldberg and the Fiend. I mean, and there he is. All right. Do we have any book in black? Uh, I feel like we booked. I just booked Keith Lee at WrestleMania. <laughs> that's true. That's a cheap one. That is a cheap one right there. There you go. Uh, just book, and that's the biggest book in black you can get, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, oh, man, it's tied up. Any Anything else? Anything else? No, that's it. It's been a pleasure. You know, watching the shows this week, and I honestly, really, we're in a good space as well um, with wrestling, as always. But um, I'm curious to see what happens because I'm excited going forward to the WrestleMania season. Honestly, always I, I, to see how it pans out. So we're gonna be um, seeing the Royal Rumble in the next couple weeks. We'll be back here in two weeks. Talk about you know the build up or whatever the build up is. And listen, Drew, just because of what happened on Monday, you know I gotta go against you, bro. Cause you know. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. And you was with that motherfucker. So I didn't see that segment. Nah, he was with that nigga. He was flexing. He told Keith Lee, "I'm coming for you and all that shit. What you gonna do with little Hulkamaniacs and little Drews went wild. He said, for Keely, I'm coming for you? He could, yeah. He said, Keely, I'm coming for you, nigga. With the racist. With the wow. racist, man. Come on. We coming for you, nigga. Okay. You know. So, um. And he's, you know, Hulk Hogan, he was saying that, like, people were kind of cold to him. Man, face. guess what, Hulk Hogan? Guess what I got for you, nigga? Somebody suck that baby shit. Somebody suck that baby shit. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, cause it's a whole lot of bam, nigga. Backstage, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of gang shit. Backstage, nigga. We got a whole group full of bam, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, fuck Coco. It's always fuck Coco, man. All right, man. We out here, man. We out. I'm high. Eiwshop.com. Copy shirts. Eiwshop.com. And look out for our. Uh, our new shit coming. Oh yeah, uh, man. So, so, um, and uh, I definitely smoke at Indica. Yitty. Mm-hmm. I'm high. We always are. Goodbye, guys. Peace out. Peace. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This morning, Jen woke up, made three breakfasts, did two loads of laundry, and one conference call. But she also saved $25 because Jen uses a new innovation from Huntington called Money Scout. It analyzes Jen's checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to her savings automatically. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Message and data rates may apply to text alerts. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC.